Kia ora team, uh, welcome back to another episode of Crowdy Based. Uh, we're joined by a very special guest today, but before we get into that, boys, how are we going? Zach, Lou? Good, thanks bro. Yeah, um, going well. Um, same old, same old for me. Bit of rehab with rugby. Um, yeah, basically we had the squad announcement on um, Monday, which is pretty exciting for me. Um, went into a local school, Bromley, and handed out some uh, lunches to the little kids and did a bit of media as well. So it's been a good week. Um, and yeah, just uh, moving flat at the moment, which is still an ongoing process. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly but surely. Gunny? Uh, not quite the same week as um, Zeki. Probably <laughs> not quite as full on. Um, but uh, mate, also just big up, say, that's just a true testament of all your hard work and uh, dedication. So Cheers, bro. mate, it's unreal. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just been um, sort of cruising around. Um, Trying to stay busy, earn a bit of coin, um, just doing the mahi, getting the treats. Yeah. Yes, boy. I must say, it's nice to be back in the studio. Like, normally we've got a bit of a gap, you know, yep. three weeks, but now we're week after week, uh, we're, yep. we're pumping out content, so back this is good. Horse. We are, we yeah, are indeed. We're on the horse, it's summer. Um, yeah, but today we're joined by a very special guest, um, Grace, Grace Curtis. How are you, Grace? I'm bloody good, guys. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. No worries. It's been a bit of a long time. It's been a bit, you're so busy and <laughs> not that we're really that busy, but it's good to have you finally on and um, yeah, excited to hear your journey and your story and there's a lot behind it and it's pretty pretty special and a pretty unique one. Yeah, well, I just want to point out, I like how you guys really ask each other how you're going, uh, not just the, hey, how are you, and then the reply, yeah, I'm good, and then you just move on. I like mm. how you really ask how how you are. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a tough one for, I reckon, like, especially males, like, because, mm. you know, everyone, especially because, you know, everyone says, you know, Grace, how you going? And everyone says, yeah, good, and then, you know, keep, yeah. keep moving on with your day, but to actually sit down and actually have a, have a yarn and genuinely about how you're going and be open and transparent but different from just sort of brushing over it, so... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good, eh? Checking on your mates. Yeah, absolutely. So do you want to give us a wee bit of a brief background to, to your story and, um, yeah, we'll sort of go from there? Mm-hmm. Yep, so I'm Grace from Cool Change, uh, which is with Tori Whelans and Georgia Harris, and we're three girls in our 20s who have lost our dads to suicide. So Georgie and Tori's dad passed away in 2018, and then my dad was early 2020. And then I think it's interesting when you go through something like that, I think you get selective hearing. And so after losing dad, I just had selective hearing in the mental health space and just realised how many people were affected every single day. Um, and so we joined together and thought, let's try and make a difference, I guess. And it all kind of started just with putting out a couple of videos and then building a bit of a community. Yeah, like yourselves. That's awesome. And it's yeah. certainly come a long way. Like, it's got a bit of a following. And I know it's certainly making an impact in the community as well. I've heard some good things coming from different people. So, um, yeah, keep up the good work there. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, sort of just touching on your, your dad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, 2020 was a bit, of a bit of a rough year for everyone, going through a tough time. But that must have made it even rougher. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it it came as a shock as well, so we weren't expecting it, but he had some health problems uh, with drinking and that sort of thing, and then that happened, and we were kind of like, whoa, what do we do now? And the thing with losing someone is you just get thrown into it. No one can prepare you for it, and it does, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, how did we get through that? But you do, Um, and so I think that's what's important to share as well, is that even the worst things that can happen to you, you can get through it. So that's kind of what we're trying to do and stuff. But yeah, it was a, it was an awful year. I spent probably two or three months uh, with little to no sleep, 
uh, wouldn't eat well, would have the ribs at the Darfield pub every <laughs> single night, but not eat anything else during the day, and, uh, you know, drinking, doing all that kind of stuff to try and suppress the feelings and, and feel better. But, um, yeah, it got to a place where I was like, right, pull, pull myself out of the ground and, and got stuck in. And I think doing what we've been doing has been really healing because it's sort of, I started the process while I was still grieving, so it was super transparent and I was just being open about how I was feeling and that's, yeah, where you make the most progress, I guess. And for you, like, um, did you know Tori and the other girls, like, before that happened or was that something that sort of um, came from that sort of that tragedy? Um, well, what's actually funny is I m- remember messaging Tori um, after her dad died and just saying I was so sorry to hear about it because my dad and Tori's dad were friends, went to school together and uh, I didn't know Tori very well, she was the year above. And so I messaged her saying I'm so sorry and her grandma actually came over to visit my grandma about a week before her dad passed away and she was saying how proud Steve was of Tori and so I thought I might just message her and say that, that her grandma was saying her dad was so proud of her. And then about a year later I messaged her and I said, hey, I'm, I'm in your camp now, what do I do? Um, and she was so helpful and that's how we got to talking and then my friend actually suggested that I start following Georgie on Instagram and she's from up Piha Way. And I didn't know her, and I remember it was about two weeks after Dad died, and I saw one of her posts, and it said something about the second year of grief being the hardest, and I was like, well, I'm in week two. So I threw my phone, and I was like, I've got a long way to go. And then about a week later, I picked it up, and I messaged her, and that's how we all kind of kicked off. But we haven't actually all met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. you saying yeah. that. Yeah, I've met Georgie and I've met Tori, but the two of them haven't met. We've not been in the same, same room, room together. Altogether. That's yeah. incredible to do what you've done, like yeah. just remotely from across New Zealand. Just touching um, back on the period where you were dealing with grief and things like that, um, was there a mechanism where you like reached out and you could find help? Did you go and see like uh, psychologists and things like that? Um, Well, that's probably one of the areas that we're pushing for the most is that there is no help. So it was six whole days after Dad died that I received a text from a support service and it was like, would you like a visit? And amongst all the condolences messages, it kind of got lost in translation Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, that's not really effective. And it's not until you get through that process and then look back, you realise people need help in those early stages. And so it was about six months along that I found a great counsellor and she's epic and... I've seen her all the way up until recently and her husband's passed away, so she's uh, not not able to help us at the moment. We're more just hoping to be there for her. But, yeah, yeah, it makes such a difference when you connect with someone and I think it's so easy when you're struggling to reach out for help and, you know, at the moment it can be seven months' wait or eight months' wait. And I hear about a lot of people having their first experience not so positive and so they get mm. turned away from it and put off it. But yep. when you find the right person, it works. That's like me. Eh? I'll just share a weird story here. Like I've, because when I was at my worst, I went to public. So I went the public way because like private's quite expensive. Mm. Um, yeah. And I just thought I'd try my luck there. And I went to this guy and I literally sat down for about four sessions with this guy. Um, and it was just all about him. And like I was like, mate, I need a, I need some treatment. Like I need some, oh. I need a way out. And you know, it was just it did not work for me. So I sort of jumped around and. About it was about eight months later. I think I saw a proper, fully trained psychologist. So, I know what you mean by by about the public health system and things like that. And sometimes it's, yeah, what well, we seek, we seek, 
Seek. Seat. Sort. We sort. Sort after. Well, I don't even know if that's great. We sort after some um, private help as well, just to get through that period and then, yeah, found the right guy or girl, I should say. Um, and from there, it's been awesome. So, yeah. I think Are you continuing with that? Uh, I did it for, so I was, what was it, year 11? I can't, I can't even remember. I uh, probably did it for about two, one and a half years. Mm-hmm. Consistently, like quite well, and then it got like in between. So you'd go weekly, and then you go fortnightly, and then you might move it out to a month after good progress. Mm-hmm. Then I hit a low again, so then it was like brought back. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen a psychologist. Oh, I'd say eight months. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good in mental space now. Like oh. I've learned the tools. Yeah, exactly. When you carry the tools with you, then you can monitor yourself. Yeah, but exactly right. It's it's always a part of every day is just keeping on top of it, and when you learn to do that that's when you can uh, yeah yep. get better mm. but until you learn that it's so scary and it's mm. so lonely it's horrible yep. yeah yeah how did you find um because obviously no one can prepare you for something like that um how did you feel or how did you got you know how did you find those first few months or or even now like what did you learn about yourself and and some tools Oh, I learned so much about myself and it all happened in like the worst ways. Um, but now looking back, I'm so grateful for being at <coughs> an absolute pit, like I was in an absolute pit. Um, and I think one day a switch just clicked and I was like, I need need to get going and need to sort my stuff out. But it's so scary. Um, it was really terrifying just like thinking about the future of our family and all that kind of stuff because suicide exposure is a big um, risk factor for remaining family members so we would each take turns at like keeping an eye on each other and uh, you know you'd walk inside and you'd wait to hear the response of your family member just to make sure they were all right before you walk into the room sort of thing it was like that for a long time and then it just sorted itself out but um, we still have to keep an eye on each other and Mm. (coughs) excuse me and um yeah, it's, it's a work in progress and mm. we notice that sometimes when one of us is feeling really down, someone else is really up and it kind of like switches over and mm. so you kind of take, take turns at being in different places. But yeah, it's ongoing. Mm. Yeah. And it's something I think um, I remember being sort of, you know, told is like, as you say, everyone goes to those swings but, and when you're feeling up, it's like, how can you help those, you know, that are maybe feeling a little bit low, you know, how, what can you do with that sort of extra, I guess, energy or... Um, that sort of positivity to help those that are, you know, in, in not such a good place, um, being able to share that. and Yeah, I think, like, one, one thing as well to also stay conscious of is that, like, obviously for you, those first few weeks and obviously now, you know, it's still, you know, real raw and that, but, you know, being able to reach out um, with, you know, those girls and talk to them and yeah. share those experiences, I think, you know, as well, um, they're another outlet and tool you can use to connect because sometimes, no matter how down you are or what you've experienced is probably someone that's gone through or going through the same sort of um, stage or process. So I think, like, you know, find those connections like you have is, is a really good outlet, eh? Because, you know, like you said, John, sometimes, um, you know, the public health or, um, you know, a psychologist might not always be the right, right path but um there's always other people out there as well you know there's different different methods and tools you can use but um yeah i think that was really really cool you could connect in with those people and oh we we talk every single day and it's like uh you know when you normally to say to a friend i feel crap today Mm. and they might not quite get what you mean by crap when i talk to tori and georgie if we say we've had a hard day we know (laughs) yeah we know what they're saying and so that's probably a big piece of advice is if you're going through something there's 
unfortunately guaranteed to be someone else who's been through the same mm. or similar and it's a huge comfort thing um, and we have a, like a different language where we just kind of understand um, how each other are feeling and around Father's Day and that sort of thing um, so yeah no it's been it's been amazing having those two and now it's so far ahead of the process than I am so in those early stages it was like nice to look to them and be like oh well they made it to there so I'm going to make it to there sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. It's such a brave thing to do as well after after you lost to reach out and things like that. It must have taken a bit of courage and sort of vulnerability to put yourself in a position. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was comforting to talk to Tori, and then Georgie uh, just was so attentive as well. So it was, it was not not scary actually. It was really comforting to talk to them. So yeah, that's cool mm. and cool change. Well, it's. Uh, it's very progressed, you know, like you've done a lot of cool stuff in the space. Um, what are you doing now with Cool Change? And I know it's Movember and is it you and Tori? Yeah, you yep. and Tori are both Movember ambassadors, so yes. that's pretty cool. Yeah, Mo sisters, um, <laughs> growing <Yeah>. Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't no, grow please Mo's. don't. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tori's been an ambassador for two years now. This is her second year. And the year previous, she ran the Mount Cook Marathon with a few of her friends. And it was snowing and <laughs> pissing down with rain, and she said it was a miserable day. Yeah. Um, and it was on the year anniversary of her dad's death. Wow. So she asked me this year if I wanted to be an amb- ambassador, and I said absolutely. Yep. I'll grow a mow and <laughs> do some movement. Um, but yeah, so we've got a big walk this Saturday, and I am so scared. <laughs> <laughs> the walk? How long? And so, what's the idea behind it? Um, so we're walking for 654 minutes uh, to represent 654 lives lost by suicide from 2019 through to 2020. And I thought about it yesterday. I was like, so for that whole walk, which is 10.9 hours all up, my dad died within that statistic. So that would be one minute. So mm. all the loss that we had through dad is one minute of 10.9 hours mm. just in one year. So Which is incredibly too much. Like, it's way too much. You know, that's, yeah. that's an incredible statistic. Um, yeah. You know? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was quite crazy to think about. I was like, I'll be walking all day and it'll be only the first minute that would have directly affected me. Um, and then so there's 653 more minutes that represent that loss over and over and over again. So, yeah. We'll be doing a lot of thinking that day, I'd say. And a lot yeah. of, um, you know, deodorant sprays and <laughs> getting the plasters out and all that kind we of stuff. We might have to come down yeah, and yeah. bring, bring yeah, some we'll cheeseburgers. And yeah, stuff. bring a beer. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. No, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's Hagley Park and what what time are you guys starting? Oh, it's the earliest <laughs> I would have been up in a wee while. 5.30 start <sighs> um, and hoping for a 4pm finish. Uh, yeah. yeah, so hopefully a few people will come down during the day, uh, totally. bring us snacks and, and yeah. all that good stuff and have a box waiting <laughs> at, the <laughs> <laughs> at the finish line 100%. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. That's such a cool initiative and good way to raise awareness around it as well. Mm, yeah, um, I, I'm absolutely bricking it though. I'm going to be so sore. Um, probably... Three hours in will be where it'll start hurting. So I've got a long, long journey. Yeah, you were saying before <laughs> before we jumped on the potty, three hours is your longest walk so far. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Times actually got three. sore legs after my one hour walk this morning. Oh. So I'm <laughs> I'm scared, but I I know that you know it'll be hard. But losing dad was harder, so mm. we'll get there. Perspective, yeah, perspective, huge, huge. 
Yeah. Well, I think as well, just on call change, um, you know, I think when we started our sort of journey with Clarity Based, uh, especially you, Grace, and the Call Change Fano were probably um, one of the biggest sort of support systems we had when we yep. first launched. So that's huge for us, eh? Because, um, yeah, just even in this sort of journey, it's been daunting at times. But um, to have people like you that can relate and uh, who are on the same wavelength is pretty awesome. So that's been awesome, so thank you very much. Well, I feel like you guys are the brothers to our sisters, so it's quite, <laughs> yeah. it's quite cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we we'll have to get all six of them. Maybe one day. One day. Yeah, yeah, no, I love what you guys do. And, um, you know, we take some credit, but three lads doing what you guys are doing is huge. So keep going and keep doing it. Cheers. Yeah, awesome. yeah it's been, been a cool journey. Like, I've really... Um, it's been a cool change. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> been a cool change. Um <laughs> Like, it's probably something different. Like, we never thought, you know, us three lads would probably be doing something like this. And, um, you know, the journey always has sort of some bits you need to navigate and, and yeah. see where you're going. And um, so, yeah, it's been a cool journey. Well, for me especially, just being able to do something different. And it's sort of like that whole feel-good thing and being able to, I guess, try and impact, even if it's only one person's life, you know. Um, and we're three different guys. We've got sort of three different journeys and three different, I guess, perspectives and and outlooks on the whole thing. So, you know, if one of us can connect with someone, then that's like a win for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, yeah we just... I can um, guarantee you will be as well. And it's so funny because you don't think you are. And then you bump into people and they ask you. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, wow, like, that's so cool. Never would have thought you'd be into it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we're heading in the right direction. And I feel like people are start, starting to open up. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah exactly. Slowly but surely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just keep on pushing what we're doing, eh? Yeah, and that's the thing. Eh? I think you know something like November and um, the awesome events you guys are running is definitely still just like you know a reminder that um, we need to stay on track of each other and check in with each other twenty four seven. You know, this is just a reminder to do that, not just we're gonna do it for one week of the year because yeah. those six hundred and fifty four people are six hundred and fifty four people too many. Mm-hmm. So um, we just need to make sure we're. We're checking in, and like you said before, Grace, actually checking in on each other, asking mm-hmm. how we are, and I think, you know, us as um, a group, we're pretty good at doing that, but if we can get that out and about more between people, uh, that'd be awesome, eh? Mm-hmm. be awesome. But yeah, loving the journey. Loving the journey. Yeah, and uh, yeah, appreciant, pre- appreciating every day. All right, I've got a big question for you, Grace, just before we go here. What's the biggest learning that you've had over the last sort of year, year-ish, year and a half? So... <laughs> it's hard to put it down to one thing, but I think Learn- learnings. Yeah. 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 I think um one thing that I've taken taken away is when you're feeling really low, like when you experience an uh, like an intense low uh for the first time, you're petrified because you don't know what comes after. Mm. Um and so I've been through many lows now and I know that I come out of it. Um and so that would be one thing that I have learnt is that lows don't last forever and mm. life is seasonal and you're not going to have good days every single day. And I think as soon as you accept that, it becomes easier when you feel low because you know that you appreciate the good days when you feel better. But, yeah, that's probably the biggest learning thing and also just to have people around you who you can trust and and make sure that you take some time out for yourself because otherwise, yeah, it can be overwhelming. Mm. I like that. Love life it. is yeah. seasonal. That's yeah, life is seasonal. <laughs> Yeah, that's good like that. value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I really resonate with that second one as well. Like having a real good support system around you. Mm. Like it's just such an easy way to 
share your thoughts, um, feel support, uh, you know, like boosting energy. And I know like wherever I come in here, like it's all pretty positive and it's a cool safe space when we come in here, we it have a good a time. And yeah. yeah, that's like a big reason for why I enjoy doing this and why I love what I do because I do it with my two best mates. So um, yeah, appreciate you boys. Appreciate Thanks, you too, bro. Love it. Uh, oh. Yeah, that whole idea of, you know, that, you know, um, life is seasonal. And like for me as well, like, um, even just like an outer outer thing, you know, like mm. sometimes you feel good, then the next minute you're like down, and then you know it is so changeable, and and the whole idea around actually accepting that because you can't be happy all the time. That's just not realistic, and if you think you are happy all the time, then you're probably a little bit delusional. So like, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> just being yeah. just being real around that because yeah. Um, that yeah, that's not realistic, and it's um, life, eh? You know, you guys know Ruby Tui. Yeah. yeah, something she said that was uh, like epic is she said when you have a feeling it's like a signal and so you don't like turn it away so when you have a feeling you let it happen and then you let it go and so she said every time you have a big feeling whether it's sadness or anger or whatever it's because you care about something so just like treat it as a signal as opposed to it being like an overwhelming thing and that's mm. how you're going to be forever mm. um, so I thought that was quite a cool mm. way to look mm. at it Look at it as well, and I do remind myself every now and then. I'm like, oh, it's just a signal, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard sometimes, eh? Just sort of how we get caught up in it. Um, but yeah, perception's huge. Don't sweat the small things. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate the smaller. Yeah, well, um, I think and what you were saying um, is, you know, it can be hour to hour, and if you're going to be happy all the time, you're delusional. Mm. Well, every single person on social media must be delusional. <laughs> yeah. They look happy all the yeah. time. Yeah, and I think social media has a massive um, impact on, like, our own feelings and sort of how we view our own life. Like, as everyone says, and social media is a snapshot, it's a snippet of someone's life, and you can perceive or you can, I guess, portray your life in such a different way to actually how it is. You know, happy photo here in a nice place with people and drinks, and you're like, you look at that, yeah. sitting in your room, you might have had a bit of an average day and mm. something's not going away and you think, damn, like, why am I Why am I like this? Why are all these people so upbeat? But yeah. you don't know what's that going on. they might on. go home and cry. Exactly. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, no, I think social media is a lot to blame for it. But I think what's cool about what we are doing, like I say us and uh, as Cool Change and you, you boys, is we're using social media for the exact opposite reason mm. that it's there for, which is, mm. you know, to make your life look perfect we're here to say it's not always like that and yep. yeah it's okay mm. yeah 100%. it's okay you gotta be okay yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right 100% it's gonna be good times bad times times you feel like shit times yep. you feel like on top of the world but that's life and you've yep. just got to ride it out yeah yep. and you just so gotta take social media as it goes like grain of salt is that right yeah. i don't yeah. know the same yeah. salt. you know like it's cool um but hey there's so much more to your life as well that you gotta look at as well yeah that's one thing that i have stepped away from after dad died was like I'm notorious now for being horrible to get a hold of on social media people actually just have to ring me and I'll pick up my phone but um yeah so I think spending less time on social media and more time you know having those deeper chats as well it's month of November yeah yeah, yeah. exactly I know that's cool totally it's awesome we'll cut it there because I think we're about to run out of minutes on that camera yeah. Still on, but no, thank you so much, Grace, <laughs> for jumping on. Um, you know, unreal to be able to um, talk to you and you share your journey with us. It's actually really inspirational, um, and for you to be able to do that is um, is awesome. And what you're doing at the moment is, um, yeah, it's, it's unreal. Like, I don't think um, a lot of people understand the work you're doing behind the scenes yeah. um, to 
to impact um, mental health, and that's huge, eh? So um, big reps to you, um, and thank you for coming on and talking to us. Um, but yeah, November, remember to check in with everyone, actually ask your mates how they are. Um, yeah, love you, boys. Love you too, thanks, brother. Grace. Love oh, you too. Thanks Appreciate so much it. for having me. You guys are legendary. Awesome. Sweet. Enjoy your walk this Saturday. Hopefully, you make it. And Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. massage, on, massage on Sunday. Yeah. Um, if you come after twelve, bring a wheelchair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> push me round a lap. <laughs> we'll have it all lined up at the finish line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Cheers, Grace. Oh, mint. <laughs>